shepherd's fold But I'll keep my focus Right on Jesus Set my sights on home I can get distracted Cause the fact is This ain't where I Welcome to the Pod Me Church Bus, everybody. We're here each and every week for 61 weeks straight. 61 weeks straight, at least. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. That's very impressive. Uh huh. While others, uh, they'll park their buses every once in a while. We try to keep ours on the road. I mean, we're not trying to outdo anybody else, right? Isn't we? We've established it's not a competition. Yeah. No, not at all. We uh we make frequent stops. We have we to. We do. Yeah, we sometimes never reach our destination. Right. But we're doing our best to have a smooth ride from here to there. It's probably going to be a smooth ride today. It is so far. Yeah, uh, each week here on the church cast called Pod and Meeting, that comes out each and every Wednesday. Welcome to it, everybody. We read emails, and we'd actually be glad to read an email if you want to send us one. It's been a while since I mentioned this, but we've got one here on this podcast. Listen how professional this sounds, Brother Brad. It does. Uh, if you want to email me, it's devin at podme.org. Once again, that's devin, D-E-V-I-N, at podme.org. <laughs> do, you, do you like it drawn out like that? <laughs> I do. I do. I like everything about the big, the big announcer voice. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that big announcer voice got put to work today. Did it? Could we say we're doing some outsourcing now? Uh, what are they called in the business? Uh, and uh, is this an outreach? Not outreach. Nothing about the ministry is outreach. It, um, oh goodness, what do they call that when you? Oh, voiceover work. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> a little inside baseball here. Yeah. Well, I did a little voiceover work. Um, shout out to Odie Pody Pickleheimer Schmidt. Her father had me do some voiceover work for him on their YouTube channel. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if it'll ever air, but I did some voiceover <laughs> work for him just today, as a matter of fact. Um, let's see, where are we at? Oh, yeah, to tell all of you new Herschels out there uh, what this is all about. I'm the bus driver on this church cast. <laughs> My name's Devin Birdsong, and uh, the deacon usually is riding right behind the driver's seat. He's He's there to check everybody's papers to make sure they're supposed to be on the bus. Trying to collect the bus fare, for sure, as a deacon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he keeps that offering pan right beside him. He does. Yep. His name is uh, Dustin Wakely, a.k.a. Bustin' Dustin. But guess what? I guess he's doing some door-to-door knock, he, door-to-door evangelism right now. He must be. Yeah. He's not on the church bus this week. He's not. I don't mean we ain't going to have a good service. We've had many services like this now. That's exactly right. Yeah. We've learned if you're going to have service, you may have to do it without him. Yeah. <laughs> We also have the chairman of the Library of Congress riding back there on the hump. You already heard his voice. That's old Big Bad Brad. Big Dad Brad. Big Dad Brad. Mm-hmm. Thanks for stopping, brother. Or getting on the bus, brother Brad. Yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. yeah he is the voice of reason on this church cast <laughs> that kind of keeps law and order. Uh, can we say it like this? From the bench. <laughs> Whoa, boys. <laughs> Hold I like it. that. We weren't expecting comedy to show up already. No. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. That makes up all the staff and management and 
parent company of Pardon Me. Take a bow, boys. Uh, take a bow. You like the new applause? Yeah, it fits. <laughs> Sounds like kind of weak. Three people out it there. <laughs> it's the most underwhelming applause you've ever heard. It is. Yeah, from time to time, we actually call our listener, uh, and his name is Herschel. Or he calls in sometimes, and as it was in December, he camped out here for a while. He did. He was here on site, mm-hmm. Studio 4. Right here in the middle of Studio 4. And that's where we're at today, folks. Studio 4. Basically, my goal here on Pod and Me is to sound so professional and yet be so unprofessional. <laughs> right. It is the ministry of uh, low expectations. And I wanted to do a show, just like today, where there's like endless introductions. Just like tell you more and more about what we're doing so there'll have to be less and less of what we do. <laughs> I think yeah. it works. Yeah, it's a good start. We actually made a stop today on the bus uh, on our way over here to Studio 4, and we picked up a straggler. We did. Mm-hmm. It was a long bus ride to pick him up, but we stopped at South Georgia. That's right. Is that what they call it? That's right, South Georgia. Uh, yeah, it is uh, the Reverend Aaron Fuller. He's an evangelist this week. He pastors a church as well. But he was uh, with us about a year ago mm-hmm. and uh, came to New Mission, was a, a great blessing to us. Absolutely. His preaching wasn't that good, so we felt sorry for him and had him back this year Give to see if he was shot. doing better. Yeah, right. Yeah. And he's he's picked it up this I, year. He's a little better than last year. <laughs> <laughs> no. I had to know that uh, New Mission's a place of second chances as well. Yo, that's <laughs> yes. exactly right. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Brother Aaron. Oh, it's great to be here. Huge fan of Pardon me. Really? Yeah. So listen. you listen to us on a regular basis? Every week. Don't miss an episode. <clears throat> oh, praise God. Do you wow. have a favorite episode? Uh, That's hard to pinpoint. I believe every one that y'all have done so far has been a favorite of mine. Y'all do a job well done. Well, let's let's narrow it down to just one month. How about December? Did you have a favorite <laughs> episode in December? <laughs> uh, that would probably be the toughest month to, to differentiate. <laughs> that I like the best. It just kept going off of the roadway. The, the old church bus was weaving that month. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Um. I do have a test that I want to do, Brother Aaron. <laughs> do you mind to close your eyes? Sure. Okay. Brad, talk. Good to be here today. Does his voice sound like it's gained any more weight than what it did <laughs> last year? <laughs> uh, no, it sounds about the same. Oh, so. Does it? <laughs> Good. We have made vague references to an evangelist that came and visited our church about a year ago, and uh, he was the man we were talking about. Brother Aaron Fuller yes. said that when he first heard this uh, trash cast, can we call it, <laughs> that it sounded like Brother Brad would have been a slim man, <laughs> and Brother Dustin <laughs> would have been a rather, can we say, rotund yeah, man. Yeah, probably nicer than how I feel. <laughs> How did that work out? What did you think when you walked in church and you found out who these guys were? I was, yeah, I was a little dumbfounded. In shock. (laughs) I was in shock. Uh, If you want to see what they look like, all the voices behind this uh, dumb show, you can tune in, follow us on Instagram. Every once in a while, we'll do Instagram live. Yeah. Man, we are really glad to have you. And we're going to talk to you a little more about, uh, you know, kind of a special part of your ministry down there in South Georgia. Something we haven't covered yet on Pod and Me. Right. Last week, I told you guys that I had a new goal. You did? Mm-hmm. What was that goal, Brother Brad? Let me think. As it were, was part of your goal. Mm-hmm. 
You want a new word or new phrase? I wanted to do a new word or a new phrase every week, at least this month. month I, right. I think I can keep that through January. Yeah. So um, I haven't changed my mind. I just want to use whatever word or phrase, as it were, rather apropos. <laughs> there it is. That's my new word. Apropos. Spell that. <laughs> uh, A-P-R-O-P-O-S. It's not, it's not a, it's not the way it's spelt, but do y'all want to know what it means? Yes. At the appropriate time. (laughs) So everything we do here, I kind of want it to be apropos. Apropos. Yeah. Sure. There you have it, boys. Well, I mean, what about that? And in, in church lingo, we could call that decent and in order. You want things to be done and said decently and in order. (laughs) Have you been reading Dustin's Bible? (laughs) There's something about this seat I'm sitting <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah, he's in the deacon's chair this week, folks. Man, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's found over at, at Paul was right into that church at Corinth that was so out of order. Right. And he said, let everything be done decently and in order. Of course, I'm telling Brother Aaron that like he don't read his Bible. Right. <laughs> I think I'm going to, I've even got a new title after two weeks of doing these new words and phrases. Yeah. Just call me Wordy Wordsmith. <laughs> I'm probably not going to call you that. <laughs> you can call me Reverend Wordy Wordsmith. Speaking of things we say, um, we had the uh, Indiana emailer that asked about just different ways we say stuff. Yeah. So I was thinking, and I had this in my podcast notes for a while now. I got a question, and you're welcome to comment on this, Brother Fuller. How come certain uh, things get an IE on the end of it? I'm going to give you an example. So the other day I was thinking about, we call the Ziploc a Ziploc baggy. Baggy. Yeah. I mean, why can't we just say bag? It's a good point. So are there other words that, that deserve an IE that we might not be giving it to them? I mean, we don't do that. Like, is it the smaller the bag? Do you do that with like kids' shoes? Look at your shoesies or. I mean, what what constituted that? How did that get started? I don't, I have to say, with a little girl, IE is added on a lot of things. Is it? Yeah, a, a finger can become a fingy really quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that kind of caught my attention the other day. I mean, it's not it's not big world problems that we're trying to settle, but we no. do settle some stuff like this. Yeah. We had this conversation sometime over this week during revival, Brother Aaron Fuller, the area he comes from, which I I don't want to offend any of our South Georgia listeners. We've got but, a bunch of listeners from Georgia. Yeah. We've pretty much taken over the whole state oh, down Oh, we there. have. Yeah. I mean, just totally. That's been established over and over and over and over and over. Right. And uh, he has some, you know, different parts of the country say different things. Do you want to share some of maybe some words or something like that, you know, that y'all say that we might not? Same words that y'all say, but we say differently. Oh, uh, yeah, that'll work. First one would be water, but we say water. Water. Water? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We say oil. What are some other words? <laughs> <laughs> oil. Our deacon says oil. Yeah, he says oil. Yeah. Oh, really? What was the other word he said? Rurnt. Rurnt. Yeah. Rurnt. Uh, this podcast episode today won't be rurnt. He ain't on it. I thought, I wasn't sure if he said a word or if he was just like grunting at a deer <laughs> when he said that. I wasn't sure. <laughs> That's the deacon's deer call. Yeah. Urnt. Urnt. That's what I think that's what you're supposed to do to get him to stop walking so you can shoot him. <laughs> oh, is there any other words down there? Uh, well, the main ones that's been been brought up to us are those that I just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Order and what was the other one? Oil. 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 Those are yeah. the two that I've you know had you know brought up to me. 
Yeah. Because I guess those are two words I used pretty frequently in behind the pulpit. Does it kind of heighten your sense of awareness from behind the pulpit? Yeah, there's usually some slight hesitation there. And mm-hmm. my yeah. wife, Kaylee, she usually will be getting chuckled in the back because she knows I've I've really thought about it before I say it. <laughs> I'm in a certain area. <laughs> he hesitates before he says water. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, um, speaking of Sister Kaylee, she's a listener too, right? She is. Okay. Very faithful she, one. Uh, shout out to you, Sister Kaylee. She's been a great blessing uh, here this week. But she actually called me out at the Sunday uh, dinner table. Is it dinner down there or supper? supper. They supper at lunch? Well, yeah, well, no. We call it lunch, but when okay. it's supper. We don't so supper. when is dinner? Uh, that would Well, dinner would probably be in the afternoon for us. Okay. Is that? Yeah, I would, I would say that's right. Okay. So at the sun, Sunday dinner table, because it was technically afternoon, she um, – said that I said water in my preaching she did really? Sunday morning. Really? Call, called him out. She, she said yeah, she, she just, just got back to her seat. I really think it was just how she normally heard she it. She heard it that yeah. way? I didn't pick up on it. Because I've been accused of saying other things that I don't really know that I said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I try not to listen to our pastor with a critical no. ear, though. No, never. <laughs> hey, um, let's go to this. Um produ- Oh, oh yeah. Carnival's in town. Yeah, everybody knows that music. It, did you guys hear about the piece of luggage that was recently found in the middle of the desert? No. Yeah. Um, they had to do a full investigation. You know, you can't just see a piece, single piece of luggage out there in the middle of the desert without calling the authorities. Right. Uh, they did an investigation, and uh, after they did their full investigation they found out it was just kind of an isolated case um (laughs) oh thank you for the music (laughs) production room um we're here at the first part of the year and everybody's needing help i mean everybody has help wanted signs out right yes everyone so i think we can use the podcast to do a little help wanted ad yeah if you're looking for a new job this year i read that there's a shortage of garbage collectors Okay. Uh, that's what they're saying. Yep. And they, and they even said no training necessary. You can be hired immediately with no training. You should be able to pick up things as you go along. <laughs> Everybody. Oh, Could we have another round of applause? Oh, that's enough. That's enough. I had to get those out of the way. Yeah. You are welcome, everybody. How about it, boys? Is that the phone ringing? Can you hear the production room? We're in this sound studio here, right. and we can't hear a lot of stuff. But right. I see the people behind the glasses saying that there's someone calling yeah, in. Yeah, waving at us. So let's go to line 17. What do you say? Let's do it. Line 17. Uh, we go out now to Herschel. How you doing, Hersh? Hey, what y'all doing? Oh, <laughs> what are we doing? We're having a professional uh, church cast here, as we do each and every Wednesday. At the old pod and meeting. Well, mm-hmm. we're glad to be here. Man, I'm I'm telling you what, Herschel, we've been missing you so bad. We have. I've been missing y'all. I'm really? Get sentimental just right off the bat. But yeah. Now that you mentioned it. Are you close to you the Kleenex box? Me, I can get the one real quick. Yeah. Yeah. How's Loretta? Gonna need some tissues. Getting a little sentimental this week already. <laughs> Speaking of Loretta, how's her and the girls doing? <laughs> They're doing good. Yeah, are you They're guys are you guys are in a new phase of life? I hear. 
we're trying. Yeah. We're trying. It, it ain't the uh, least in of years, but the eldest in, is that the way you call it out there in the country? Yeah. Uh, eldest in of years. I heard she just went ahead and got her license. She's got her car. Uh, and she, she went and took her test yet. She's got a permit and cruising all over town. Oh, man. Well, congratulations to her. She went and turned over 16 years of age, right? She did. Well, is she wanting us to sing her happy birthday or? Yeah, y'all could do that. I wouldn't mind a bit. She uh, <laughs> She's driving around. She scared me a little bit. I imagine, yeah. I, think she, uh, I really just enjoy letting her drive down the road and I just lean over and honk the horn. Yeah, I get smacked in the arm. <laughs> I imagine you're a joy to have as a father. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. Do you where do you guys park that over there? Right up against the. Well, you don't have a porch, do you? No, no. We're still saving up for that. I don't have enough family members for a porch. Oh yeah. How's the feeding going? It's right in the dead middle of winter. Um, is that pretty it's rough? Cold. It's cold. You have to wear your Burkharts out there. <laughs> I, <laughs> I do. I put on the put on the Burkharts. Well, good. And Burkharts don't burn from the inside or the outside. So as long as you just zip the bottom up real good, it'll hold. Well, good. good. That's good. <laughs> That's great. Uh, anything else new over there? No, not really. We're just trying our best to, to make it right along. We got a happy marriage, happy life, happy kids. Oh, I know you got a happy marriage. As oh, sweet yeah. as you talk to that lady. <laughs> That's right. Well, what do you think about the... <laughs> she still hadn't brought him, There's huh? that sweet talking right there. No, she's on the other end. <laughs> she's on the other end, and she got her fingers stuck in a door. <laughs> and I, I don't know if she'll ever get here. Oh, <laughs> man. Uh, well, you still seem like you got a good echo there in the hall. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's still echoey in here. Uh, nobody's been knocking on your door this evening, have they? I mean, this morning? No. Well, the no. the deacon's gone. He's out door knocking and doing some personal evangelism or something, and I can't. Well, well I figured he was talking to some of your cousins, so. <laughs> Trying to push me out of a job. Well, no, oh, I, I don't. Must not be paying much. I don't think it's that, do you? It's not. Oh, <laughs> hold it here. <laughs> but we do have a uh, visiting evangelist here riding on the church bus with us this week. It's, his name is Brother Aaron Fuller. He's a big fan, and uh, he's been listening down in South Georgia. You can say something to him if you want to, Hirsch. Hi, Brother Aaron. How are you? Doing good, Brother Hirsch. How about yourself? I'm doing fantastic. Sounds like your voice is a little raspy. Yeah, I, I he's, told him. Been screaming out the window on this bus. <laughs> We've been trying to tell him to get that window up. <laughs> I was about to say, catch a cold. Yeah. Right the window down. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's good talking to you, Herschel. We don't want to, we don't want to keep you from, I know you got to, you know, you got to feed a lot of animals today. I've called it this evening, but, yeah. you know, I don't know what time of day it is when people are listening. No. So, <laughs> but we are glad you're still listening, Herschel. And I want you to know. Hey. We couldn't I'm do here. this without you, I don't think. Oh, stop it. No. I, I need you. They're talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> well, would you please tell Loretta and the girls we said hi? Go! Loretta! I'm sure it'll bounce back in a minute. Yeah. Thank you, Herschel. It's always a privilege to get to talk to you. Yes. Yeah, we're glad, glad we got to call in, got to say hi to Brother Herschel, and 
Brother Herschel, I am Brother Herschel. Brother Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just called in and said hi to yourself. <laughs> I just told myself I told you I'm getting emotional. Yeah, I know I it. It's, together. it's touching me too. It just fits right on on here with all this professionalism. It does. <laughs> hey, really, thank you, and uh, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna get a call back from you one of these days, right? Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, call any time. All righty. Yeah. Take care. See you, buddy. Uh, Brother Brad, I think it'd be a good time to go to. Um, hey, Brother Brad, can you give us some feedback? <laughs> you like that new sound? I do. It's it, working. It, it really blesses me. 22. Five star podcast. So nothing new in 2020. Oh, yeah. It's just the regular deal. Right. Dear Potterators, mm-hmm. you have talked about boots and suits, tennis shoes and suits, hosiery with suits. Y'all, yes. But y'all have not shared y'all's opinions about dress shoes and jeans, nor jeans and suits. Hmm. Thank you. Love the podcast. Keep up the great work. We've got a we've got a suit wearer in the studio today. We do. What's your opinion on that? Dress shoes and jeans. I can't say as I haven't ever tried it before, uh, but it's normally not to a church event. Okay. Know, maybe to a, you know, maybe a date with my wife or something. Okay. okay. I think that would work. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would about work. Depends on the place you're going. Jeans. Right. Yeah. Nice blazer, sports coat. Yeah. Kind of business casual look. Right. Is that what right. they call it? Or maybe a day on the job depends on your, Is that, yeah. your job. That'd probably be business casual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you want to weigh in on the boots and suits? Um, anti-boot and suits. Okay. Are you? We've kind of tried to just let this be the ground where everybody airs out what they feel. So have we we're drawn some distinct lines for ourselves? I mean, I don't wear boots and suits. I don't either. Yeah, the, not together. I do wear boots. Yeah, and I do wear suits. Yeah, just not together. It's not together. Well, do we got any more feedback on oh, that? I'm I, sure we will. All right. Well, it, maybe it'll happen today. This seems to be a common theme. Yeah, it's <laughs> they come to pod me to settle big issues. All right. The next one, the subject is lending knowledge and settling issues. Lending knowledge, lending knowledge and settling issues, which is what we do. That's what we do. Right. And someone else is trying to get our job. Either that or they're just explaining what we do. Okay. Greetings to the Potterator. Thank, thank you. Song leader and the deacon. And that yeah. was in Spanish. Oh, really? Yeah, I just don't know how to pronounce it, so. <laughs> you want to try? It, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I just know what he's talking about. Deacon? <laughs> Diacono. Diacono. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I've been enjoying the podcast a great deal. Okay. I've especially enjoyed the friendly banter on subjects such as Christmas music, mm-hmm. suits, mm-hmm. boots, and soups. Okay. <laughs> That's going back for a good while. A good then. while. However, it has come to the point that I feel I must choose sides. Oh, no. Being musically challenged, I'll leave that to the more qualified. Okay. However, I will lend my expertise to the other issues. As for boots and suits, seriously, no. Ooh, that's a pretty definite. It is. All in caps, too. So that means screaming. Screaming. Herschel. That's right. (laughs) Is that Herschel? Yeah. (laughs) Who could ever, with a clear conscience, (laughs) think of disrespecting a fine pair of Justins or Ariats in such a way? (laughs) Such quality footwear should not be paired. (laughs) Oh, this is going to get good. With transgendered skirts. (laughs) (laughs) Is that dress pants? I think that's what he's saying. Transgendered skirts. Transgendered skirts. Man, that's pretty. This may not be friendly banter. No, it ain't. 
Suits do, however, fit in a category with soup. In fact, to me, they are completely interchangeable. I'd rather eat a suit than wear it, and wear the soup than eat it. (laughs) Go back through that again. I'd rather eat a suit than wear it, and wear the soup than eat it. (laughs) He hates both of them. He hates both of them. Man. I hope that clears it up. I guess it did. We're a little behind here because this says Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Well, we're having both of those. Right. From the Denim Dynasty. (laughs) Okay. Where denim is dressy, suits are sloppy, and boots are never disrespected. (laughs) (laughs) They're held in high regard. Hashtag gumbo is not a soup. Oh, so there's one exception. One exception. How do you feel about gumbo, Brother Fuller? Well, the times I've had it, it's been on a bed of rice, so... Okay, yeah, yeah. I, that's really not a soup. Can, I make, not, can I make a comment about the soup thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to take sides here, too. Oh, great. Okay. Um, with Brother Brad. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't really consider it, because I guess it, it takes too many bowls to fill me up. Okay. consider it actually a, as a meal. A meal. Yeah, yeah. listen but, to that voice, everybody, that low voice. That's a man that, that don't like a, soup. That right is there. a man right there. Maybe everyone can't determine my weight, though, through my voice. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a heavy voice. (laughs) It might be a, here you go, a packy voice, maybe. Packy? Yeah, I like it. (laughs) Is that what they call it down south? A little packy? Yeah. You could be packing it on. Yeah. (laughs) I like it. Thanks for weighing in. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) literally. Literally, I like that. Yeah. (laughs) I love the podcast. Oh, yeah, obviously. Y'all do an awesome job. Uh, I got to thinking about boots and suits. Man, Man. we have hit a nerve. And I reckon if you're not good enough looking to pull them off, don't blame us for wearing them. (laughs) Some of us are just thanking the Lord we're able to wear them without getting convicted. Oh, okay. Anyway, all y'all are doing an awesome job. Keep it up. This comes to us from the cool short guy. The cool short guy. Cool Does he have boots guy. on with a suit, evidently? Uh, I don't know. Probably. What happened? What happened? The next email. Oh, man, that sounds rough. What happened to the deacon? That's fitting for this week. Uh, no joke. Oh, wow. We don't He's know either. He's knocking on doors, inviting yeah. people to give him to church with us. Did he get too big for his microphone and backslide? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't heard Bible content in a while. Uh, this is an older email, Older too. email, and that's something I miss. Other than that, I'm loving it. Okay, well. So we made up for it last week. Yeah. Uh, you're going to have to miss it again this week. I'm sorry. That's all right. Unless the preacher brought something to, to talk to us about scripturally, but I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> Not on pot of me. No. <laughs> all right, hi. Hi. This is a faithful listener. Okay. I'm 15, and I really like your podcast. Well, the demographic has been rising. It has. It has really helped me, and I like Big Bad Brad. Well, well, look at the man over there. He's just all just swole up with pride. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I like the podcast with the Guthries. Yeah. And when Trey Brock was attempting to sing, it put an instant smile on my face. It's so funny that he attempts to sing. Well, yeah. I'm a shot at, a shot at the singer. Yeah, it is. We'll probably hear from him down the road. Yeah. Your best ever listener. Keep up the good work. Thanks for what y'all do. Well, you're welcome. Well, you're, think- you're very welcome. That's probably the best feedback we've had in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, Brother Brad would like it. Yes. All right, last one. Last email we have. Okay. And the subject is episode 86. This is the 
Strong Families and Personal Testimony of Reverend John Isaacs. Oh, okay. Wow. I know that term gets used a lot, but it's the only word that can convey how I feel after listening to this episode. Brother Isaac's testimony had me nearly in tears. My faith has been built, and I've been encouraged hearing how God changed his heart after being so difficult to deal with. I can truly say this episode was spiritually uplifting. Thanks for giving us a great podcast. Now I wonder if the deacon will get prayed through over his country music. Yeah, I like that. (laughs) Take a shot at the deacon before you leave. Yeah. Thank you so much for that feedback. And by the way, that was my uh, that was my January interview. I'm really thankful for what Brother John said. I've got a lot of feedback on that. And I think uh, he addressed some stuff that really needed to be addressed. And if you yes. haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that episode 86. That's all the email. There's a couple of Apple. Okay, well, let's, uh, let's go to Apple here, Brother Brad. We're just going to wrap all the feedback up this week. This one says, wow, in parentheses... It says, or whoa, depending on Bustin D, dot, dot, dot. I can't read the rest of the title because Apple cuts the titles off if they get a little lengthy. Is that how Hannah would say it? Yeah. Lengthy. Lengthy. Mm -hmm. It's five stars. It says, you guys do an awesome job of showing that being a Christian does not have to be dull and boring. I love the pod meetings and look forward to every Wednesday morning. So this must be a morning time listener. Right. I have the privilege of going to church with you guys, and I can say that you three are the funniest and most entertaining people I know. Keep up the great work. Sincerely, Wichita. (laughs) You know who that is? I I know exactly who that is. Yeah. uh, B. Wilson, 73057. Thank you, Brother Brent. Not really sure where the name Wichita came from, but this is someone that I grew up with. Okay. For whatever reason. We gave him that nickname. Okay. It has nothing to do with his name. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where it came from. He is an awesome guy. <laughs> he is. And faithful listener. That's right. That's something I knew he'd listen from time to time, but I didn't know he was a every Wednesday morning man. No. Okay. The title of this one is Coolers. <laughs> Five stars. Coolers. Uh, this comes from a repeat feedbacker on Apple, because I remember this username. Mm-hmm. Profession good for the soul. It says, hey, brethren, how are you all doing? Well, me and Brad's doing good. Doing good. I can't answer for the deacon because he'll get mad, I'm sure. Uh, Just wanted to comment on something Brother Devin said. On a previous episode, Brother Devin, quote, rebuked Brother Brad for how he (laughs) pronounced the word school. But on the episode released on the 5th of January, around the 28-minute mark, Brother Devin used the word cooler. But it almost sounded like he pronounced it in a very similar way to the other way Brother Brad pronounced school. (laughs) Check it out. It's close. Love the show. (laughs) And then it says, P.S. I think a live in-studio audience would be awesome to have once in a while. You know, I actually got a a request that we do a ticketed event. Oh, really? Yeah. Just this week, a matter of fact. Do a ticketed event to a live pod meeting, and at least one ticket would be sold. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you think? We need to set it at about $500 per ticket, just in case it's only that one ticket sold. Yeah, that's right. Get our money's worth. How do you feel about that? I mean, considering this is a ministry. Yeah, you may as well charge for it. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) No, no. I mean, it's free, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. 
Otherwise, they might classify this as entertainment. As no. This is not entertainment. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's let's go to our guest. Yes. Uh, he's been waiting to give his personal testimony, and we tried to ask him if there'd been anything traumatic happen in his life, and as we do with other guests, and uh, he don't have anything like that to offer, but he does have something good to offer, right? Well, sure. Brother Aaron is in the ministry and a fine preacher, I might say. Absolutely. I will say. I'm going to go ahead and say Yeah, go ahead and do it. I think it'd be apropos for me to say that, as it were. For sure. And so, (laughs) as it is. As it is. And as it were last year. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) If I get enough of these words strung together, I won't even have to say anything on the episode. No, that'll be good. Except all my words. Can you imagine 52 weeks of that this year? Yes. I better just keep it to January, you think? We'll see how it goes. I don't know. The first two weeks have been pretty strong. It, it has. Brother Aaron is uh, does have something I think would be kind of unusual. I don't know of another preacher that has this kind of heritage. He's a third generation, is that correct? Correct. In the restaurant business. And something that's been a pretty strong subject on this trash cast, if I may say, mm-hmm. and I may, it's my podcast, Right, is we do love to talk about food. We do. So tell us what uh, your restaurant business is. It's a uh, steak and seafood restaurant. Uh-huh. Yeah. Kind of get the best of both worlds there. That's right. To many people. Serve any soup? Uh, oyster stew. Pretty popular, but I'm not a fan. Now, mm. is that a main, would that be listed under the entrees? It can come as an entree, but okay. more along the appetizer line. Okay. Mm. Well, his case still stands. Yeah. Look at yeah. Brother Brad over there, just as proud as he can be. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, people. <laughs> so tell us about that. How did the restaurant get started? It got started probably before I was ever even born. Uh, my granddad had opened up many, uh, almost like a franchise, I guess you would say, in our South Georgia area. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of dwindled it down to just one. Mm-hmm. Um, cause we've tried to do two and it's a, it can be more of a headache than it could be a, maybe a beneficial thing, but yeah. And the name is Fuller's Catfish House. What's the most locations they ever had? If my memory serves me right, I believe there was probably seven. Wow. Maybe six. Wow. So they had a lot going on at one time. And it's down to one? just one that our family owns. There's still a few in the area that uh, I know one for sure, but that goes by the name still, but uh, just one that our family still own and operates. So what was the uh, inspiration for that? How did he get into the restaurant business? They've never really told me the depth of how they just, I think it's just something they was interested in because my family, we like to eat and we like to have a good time around the table. We normally have had most, some of our best laughs at the dinner table. So yeah, yeah, uh, it just kind of fits our family good. When did you start working in the in the family business? How old I, were you? I started when I was 13. What did you start out doing? Uh, I was the bus boy. Yeah? Is that the tables. best job in the building? Uh, I wouldn't say the best <laughs> job, but you have to get after it because yeah. they're gonna, all eyes are going to be looking on you when a table's done and they're needing it for, to seat someone else. Yeah. Right. Uh, so you guys are open three days a week, correct? Right. What's your biggest day of that? You're open Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I would have to go with Friday. Just kind of a, you know, family night. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday would be more of like, you know, maybe family that comes into town, especially during the holidays. Friday and Saturday is our two biggest days, but I would probably go with Friday. It's okay. just that family night that Yeah, most families do. What's your most popular item? You know, you would think it would be catfish, mm-hmm. which probably would be number one, but we have a really good steak. So okay. I would I would have to put the steak up there as probably mm-hmm. one of the tops. 
You want to give away any secrets here on the podcast? <laughs> uh, I've had a lot of people try to pull our arm, but we always seem to conquer the battle. It doesn't look like he's going to talk, Brother Brad. No, he's got it locked away. Yeah, maybe after the bus stops and we uh, lock it up and walk away uh, at the bus barn, we might can get something out of him. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> it's been a good business, you know, dealing with the public. Uh, I can't say as it as it's always been easy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always been a a good environment to work with. We live for the Lord. Yeah. And we try to create a Christian work atmosphere. And we've got a lot of compliments on that. My dad and mom, they're they're the best to work for. I mean, hey, we all we've all probably had our moments to where nights have just been rough. Uh, but we all still come back and say, well, you know, we we're so we're thankful for our job. You know, yeah. how the atmosphere because a lot of it work based atmospheres just aren't based upon, you know, a good Christian basis, but Right. Uh, I can say is one thing. That's probably one thing I'm thankful for is having a job where it's a Christian environment. And your that's dad's awesome. a pastor as well. Correct. Yeah, I've always, I've been raised in church all my life, so that's all I know. And yeah. uh, cooking fish, being around the grease and busting tables as a young guy, and now I'm server, and uh, just kind of growing into the business. So it, it's been rewarding. You know, we've seen a lot of people come and go. You know, we've we've had people work with us and especially during high school, and then when they start college, you know, mm-hmm. a good side job on the weekends, you know, when they're able to. And uh, we've seen a lot of good people, you know, that, that has been thankful for the job opportunity to work with us. And then, you know, they go to better their themselves, which, you know, we don't have a problem with, but yeah. we've been able to, you know, work a lot of people. But they always um, can say how great the place is to work, and it's probably got to be based off of the – Christian environment that we mm-hmm. try to create. You've always worked on the restaurant side of it. You've not been in the kitchen. I have a few times, like when my dad is his church, his church where he pastors is running revival. I do. If I, my memory serves me right, last year I did cook one night. Mm-hmm. It was on a Thursday night, a little bit slower place, but I did manage to grill that night. So there was a few times I was getting a little under the pressure because yeah. the tickets kept coming in and. I was worried if it was going to be done enough or how many things was going to come back saying it wasn't good. But all things considered, I've I've pretty much probably done every job. Yeah. So your dad, he's the main main cook? Right. Okay. He has another young guy that helps him, but he's he's the main one that knows everything right. ingredient-wise and right. how long. And, you know, and he's a good guy with the other cook. I think that's awesome because going to a restaurant, you don't find very many that has a Christian environment. Very few. If I mean, if any that I know of around here. For sure. No, you know, that's what I think my parents have strived to do. You know, they, you know, there is standards to the business, you know, and they, mm-hmm. they do have to be a boss man. Sure. It's not always going to be, you know, a bed of roses, but you know, sure. cause they do have to, they're great people to work for, but you know, there does come times they have to be still a business, still a business. Correct. Mm-hmm. I, I'm glad that we've strived to have an environment like yeah. that. And I'm sure has had an impact on the surrounding communities. It has, it has see a lot of our customers, uh, we'll make comments, you know, they'll come in, their family's in a, going through a trial or, you know, something that has caught them off guard. They, I've noticed recently that customers has come up to my dad, you know, when we've kind of slowed down and things are starting to wrap up, they'll come and take time to say, hey, could you, could you remember my family in prayer? Because they know the life that we live just by coming to eat with us. That's right. great. So, you know, that's that's been rewarding. Sure. That our customers even know what kind of environment they're going to dine with when they come inside our restaurant. Yeah, an extension of the ministry. Absolutely. Correct. That's awesome. It is. I'm hungry. Food is definitely favorite favorite topic. So how do you feel about customers that come in 30 minutes before close? That's a, uh, that's a great question. 
Uh, <laughs> we're putting the preacher on the spot yeah. right here, boys. <laughs> be be brutally I, honest. I can say that the, it there is a it does bug. Okay, bugs. it does. You know, okay. but in all things considered, if your sign says it's like my dad tries, he reminds us if we say ten o'clock, it's ten o'clock. If it's nine fifty five, yeah. Unless we are just completely empty and we have nobody calling in for curbside yeah. pickup or to go order or there's nobody dining in the restaurant, we'll close early because, you know, nothing's going to happen probably. But we have had groups come in the last 10, five minutes and want to eat, and mm-hmm. that's what we're there for, you know, and the sign says 10. So so if you make it in the door by 10, you're going to probably get The grill is still on. Yeah, you're going to get a meal. So you've never told anybody or you don't make it a habit of telling anybody, I should say, uh, we've we cleaned the grill. We don't try to make it a habit, <clears throat> okay. but there has been a few times – yeah. And honestly, the grill has been turned off sometimes. Yeah. I, I struggle if it's inside of an hour, unless it's a fast food restaurant. If it's a set down restaurant, if it's inside of an hour, I just can't hardly do it. You want to give them plenty of time. I want to give them plenty of time. Owning a restaurant and working in the restaurant business, you're very much considerate when you're going out to eat. Yes. You consider the time because you've been in their shoes. Mm-hmm. Right. So it kind of puts you in a position, you know, hey, I know where you're at. You know, it doesn't get under our skin, you know, or if we're running late, we'll just try to grab something quick through yeah. a drive through or something. Yeah. We do consider it. It is more considerate working in that type of restaurant environment and someone wants to walk in. We know how that is, so we try not to do it if we can. Are you one of those waiters that does not write anything down? I have a pretty good memory because we have consistent customers. Okay. They're like same time. I can about tell you what they're going to order when they walk in the door. Yeah. I can actually pretty much go ahead and place their order and have their drinks walking to the table. Yeah. And that does help. Uh, oh, yeah. You'll be surprised how many people actually like that. Oh, well, yeah. It makes an impression on them it for does. sure. It does. That yeah. you remembered them. And, but then sometimes the, the tip don't get no bigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you care to tell us what your largest tip has been? I had uh, a couple one night. There was just two of them eating, and it was actually just this past Christmas, right mm-hmm. before Christmas. It was $100. That's probably the largest tip. I would say parties, big mm-hmm. groups, but it's you know that a big group is you know normally going right. to leave because there's so many people eating. Yeah. But this lady, she just come up to me and said, "Merry Christmas. Hope you have a great one." And she handed me a hundred dollar bill. That's that probably is awesome. The, that's the largest tip. Yeah, I've that ever is got. awesome. I would say as a as a server, you see the the best of people, but right, you get to see the worst of people too. Oh, when they don't get their <laughs> side of ranch. There's another as soon side, as they want it. There's another side of people <laughs> that comes out about food. I can yeah. honestly say people are very touchy when it comes to eating. Yeah. There's a side of people when they want a side of ranch. <laughs> That's right. right. <laughs> yeah, what is it with people in their ranch? <laughs> no. Do you find that down there? Is ranch a popular uh, brothers? I can honestly say we we make our homemade own ranch. It's the mm-hmm. best the best kind. Mm-hmm. And I can honestly say, I believe some people could put a straw in it. And yeah. it it's mm-hmm. it's unreal how much ranch we probably go yeah. through in three days. Question on the food. Is it an insult to the chef if someone orders a steak and then gets sauce with it? Because I've, I've heard that before. Especially if you go to a nicer restaurant and then, you know, you ask for A1 for your steak. That's I, kind of a slap in the face. Great question. Well, when I when people normally go to order a steak, They'll say, you know, I'll, I'll be the one to ask any steak sauce with it because, you know, some sure. people can get it cooked and it'd be perfect the way they like it and mm-hmm. they still just want something to dip it in. Some that's, people, that's you know, true. they've never found it as a insult when people ask for, you know, whatever preference of steak sauce you like. Mm-hmm. Right. Most of the time when I've asked people, would you like any 
steak sauce with your steak. If it's cooked right, I don't need it. Yeah, that's right. And that's usually the more cases. So we we've we've had pretty good outcomes with our steak so far. Now we've had some that you know when you get rushed, the grill's extremely hot. You got a lot going on. You know sometimes it's easy to overcook one because time gets away from you because you got so many orders coming in. Right. And you may mess up every once in a while on a steak. You know maybe under undercooked or overcooked. But for the most part, those are usually a pretty good balance. So many questions coming to my mind, but this may be the longest episode. No, I've go ever ahead. Had. I, you, you get the the. We're settling some I mean, of the biggest vo- issues we've ever settled. My here. voice may be skinny, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm all. I've also been one at a restaurant. I've ate some pretty bad things because mm-hmm. I refuse to send it back. How's I, your feeling if my steak's underdone? They send it back. What's the opinion of that? Well, you want to make sure that you get it right the second time. Well, for sure. But you want to keep your customer happy. Yeah. And it, it's just life sometimes, you know, it's just maybe poor timing, right. you know, with the food being cooked that way. But, you know, most of the time the, the customer is pretty, it depends on the customer. Right. Sometimes a lot could be ill about it because, you know, they don't, they want to enjoy their meal without having to pause. Yeah. And then all the other sides that while that's getting cooked. True. They're getting cold. Right. So then by the time you got their food coming back out, which is their main entree, you may have to get new sides as well. With all things considered, it just depends on the customer sometimes. A lot of people don't. It doesn't bother them. I would say that some get aggravated, but then some just, hey, it's fine. I know y'all are busy. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are understanding. That's the customers you enjoy. I just assume at the uh, non-Christian restaurants. Yeah. I'm just afraid if I if I was to send something back that they would send something extra back with it. Well, that's what I was just fixing to say. Being a Christian establishment like you yes. guys are, how many times have you spit on people's food when they send it back? <laughs> no. Hey, this is all interesting topics, right? It is. And I think it's been a great discussion. And what's the biggest commercial you guys have ever had? Like, Say radio or podcast Podcasm. or yeah, like who's giving you all your biggest commercial right now? Podcast. <laughs> what <laughs> podcast was that? Uh, pardon me. <laughs> and to all you South Georgia listeners, would you please go to the please. Fuller's fi- Fuller's Catfish House? Fuller's Cat Fuller's What's... Catfish House. What city? In Osceola, Georgia. What? Osceola, Georgia. You know Open. Osceola? Oh yeah. Open Thursday through Saturday. Service with a smile. Service with a smile. Service with a smile. And what else? What's your hours? 11 to 2 for lunch, 3 to 10 or 4 to 10. Oh, we're about to get stop the bus up. Hey. Don't don't get there after (laughs) 9. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you hear and want to show support, hit the support link in the description below.